0: Remember that song?
1: I know y'all ain't heard that in a long time. Eh? <laughs> i
2: Let the church say amen. Listen, a big God deserves a big praise. Can we give God a big praise? Come on, a big God deserves a big praise. I wish you would give God a great big praise. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. This is the day that the Lord has made. We're rejoicing and exceedingly glad. My soul shall make her boast unto the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be made glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. A big God deserves a big praise. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. We welcome you to these worship services. Those of you who are watching online, we welcome you and thank you for joining and worshiping with us. Go ahead and share this on your timeline. Invite your neighbors. Invite your friends. Invite all that you know to welcome, watch, and worship with us the Lord God of our salvation. Won't you join me in a moment of prayer? Eternal God, our Father. You are big. You are awesome. There is none like you. There is none over you. There's none that can compare to you. You're God all by yourself. God, we bless you this morning and we thank you for this day and for this time to worship and praise your holy name. God, we pray now that our worship Will be a sweet smelling savor in your nostrils. We pray, O oh God, that our worship will bring you glory. We pray, O oh God, that our worship will be pleasing and acceptable unto you. Thank you, O oh God, for bringing us to this moment. For we recognize that in bringing us to this moment, you had to bring us through some stuff. You brought us through Monday. Tuesday and Wednesday you brought us through Thursday Friday you brought us through Saturday and early this Sunday morning God we say thank you we thank you for your grace we thank you for your mercy for had it not been for the grace of God and the mercy of God oh where would we be but we bless you now God for being so good and kind unto us Lord we thank you Lord we love you and we've come this morning to worship you we've come this morning to magnify you we've come this morning to lift up holy hands and glorify the Lord God of our salvation for God in and through all things we give you thanks we give you praise and we say hallelujah glory to your name so have your way right now. Speak to us. Minister to in this in this place. Oh God, throw your weight around in this place. Have your way in this service. Increase. That we might decrease. In Jesus' name we pray. And for his sake. Amen. Amen. And amen. Come on and bless the Lord one more time with a hand clap of praise. Come on and bless him real good. Bless his name. Bless his name. We thank God for our youth, our young people who are here. We're going to listen to them, but we're not just going to listen to them. We're going to praise the Lord with them. Amen. Does anybody know God loved the world? God loved the world and he loved us. Let's worship and praise him together. <laughs>
0: not Perish but have everlasting life. God's word for God, people. Let us pray. I return to God. We come now thanking you for what you have done, what you're going to do. Father, you watched over us last night it gave us to arise here this morning. It wasn't that what we have done, it was your grace and your love. Father, I want to thank you for. Our men Many blessings are restored upon us, and Father, most of all, forgive us for all our sins that we commit against thee and our fellow man. Father God, we we'll ask you right now that you look upon our homes, our communities, our country, our land, and the nation. And Father, as men make decisions that I know that you would not make those type decisions, Father, please look upon them, grant them your grace and your mercy, Almighty God. Have them to have compassionate hearts that. They can do the things that their constituents sent them there to do. Father, bless right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I want to thank you for our shepherd here, Almighty God. Father, crown him with your wisdom and knowledge. Father, I want to thank you for his vision. Father, I want to thank you for his family. I want to thank you for what he has done, what he's going to do. Father, bless him as he go and as he come. Father, in the name of Jesus, look upon those who are sick right now, Almighty God. Comfort them in a mighty way. Father, some men are having procedures done. Let them just touch the hem of your garment and be searched the holy will. Father, there's some among us right now that's going through bereavement. Comfort them, Almighty God. Let them know, Almighty God, that earth has nothing that heaven cannot hear. Thank you, Jesus, for going on calories for us. So we might be able to have this thing. We can stand boldly call upon thy holy name. For in the name of Jesus, we love you. Mm. For Christ's sake, we do pray. Amen
2: amen amen you may be seated in the presence of the lord amen amen god so loved the world he gave his only begotten son that's the gospel y'all listen if the gospel don't get you excited i don't know what else will god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life we thank god for our young people our youth who are here ministering on this morning, and we've got some things that we want to share with our young people. Sharita, are you here? Sharita Blackman, are you here? God bless you. Come on, come on, God bless you. Got some information we want to share while she's coming. Want to remind you uh, that the General Missionary Baptist State Convention is getting ready to have its annual session July 17. I want all of K Chapel in the house. Amen. All of K Chapel, meet me. Meet me there. In fact, beat me there. Beat me there. Amen. Ethel Yamara, uh, July 17th at 6 p.m. at Thalia Mara for the inauguration of your pastor as president of the General Missionary Baptist State Convention of Mississippi. I want to see all of K-Chapel in the house. Amen. You got some further instructions for us, Charita? God bless you.
3: Good morning, K-Chapel. All right, what a beautiful day it is today. On behalf of the youth department, we have just a couple of quick reminders. As we prepare for the state convention, youth, parents, we want our youth to be registered, not only to support, to show support for K. A. Chapel, but also for our beloved Pastor Buckley. So you can register online uh, on the K. A. Chapel app. If you are having difficulties with registering, please reach out to Sister Margaret Williams or Sister D. Young, and they can assist you with getting registered. Also, for those who are who have registered, we will be preparing for the. Um, Choir rehearsal for the state convention today at three o'clock at St. Luther. These are the T-shirts that we want our youth to wear. The beautiful T-shirts that we have for the Youth Day weekend. If you do not have your T-shirt at the church, please see Sister Fatisa Allen, Sister Fatisa, and the on uh, Jim at the services. All right. So we have those. Please, youth, and please, parents, please register. We want our youth to show up and show out for K-Chapel. Thank you.
2: God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Listen, we want to recognize one of our young people, Brother Ashton Shelton. I want to ask the Church Women United of Jackson if they will come now for a presentation for Brother Ashton Shelton. Brother Shelton, God bless you. You're just getting all kind of stuff, man. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you.
4: for young people. We thank God for our pastor, y'all, because this young man is standing in front of us. I promise you, he's getting all kinds of things, and uh, that means that he's making all kinds of impressions somewhere. Uh, so on behalf of Church Women United, we are happy to present to Ashton uh, this $500 book scholarship. And we just pray that it would be, you would use it in a wonderful way, and we will share this, and Pastor, uh, you're going to be in the paper. Pastor Buckley, come down here, because you're going to be in the paper. You deserve to be in the paper. <laughs> okay, now, that's right. We have leadership here. Where's Rob Brown. Brown? Uh, come on down here. Yeah, you deserve to be in the picture. Real quick. Yeah. And uh, thank you so much. And I had asked Sister Coleman because, you know, she's the president of the women's department in the state convention. And so we just want to thank this young man and thank his parents for having such wonderful young people. Amen. That's where the key.
2: Amen. And you make sure they give you a real one. Don't take that to the back. Amen. They ain't going to do nothing with that. God bless you God bless you Thank you so much Church Women United For blessing our young people And encouraging them As they continue In their college pursuits Amen Amen God bless you God keep you in Is our prayer
5: Good morning K-Chapel Well, it's tithes and offers time. (laughs) Yes, sir, it's tithes and offers. Here at Cage chapel we truly believe that there are three reasons why we give here. First of all, we give as a demonstration of our faithfulness and obedience to God's word. Second reason why we give is because as a Show as an act of obedience, act of thankfulness for God providing provisions for our lives. And the third reason we give is simply because we just want to see God's kingdom grow through the ministry, the missions that occur here at K Chapel throughout the world. Now there are multiple ways in which you can give. You may give the traditional envelope system. You can mail it in, or you can drop it off by the office. Or you can use the K-Chapel app. Those of you if are live stream, you too have the opportunity to bless the Lord through your giving by utilizing the number that's on your phone. So, whatever how much amount you give, and whichever way you give, We do encourage you to do so without grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a God bless you.
0: Come on, give him a hand as he comes, y'all.
6: shall lead them. Yeah. Train up a child in the way that they should go. And when he is old, he won't depart from it. I
1: yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Heavenly Father. Thank you for this offering. Father, I pray that it be used for the building of the kingdom on earth. Thank you, almighty God, for what you have done. Thank you for guidance. Thank you, almighty God,
6: In K Chapel. Again, there are members that are in need of your prayers as we continue in the ministry of one another. Sister Bessie Osgood lost her mother, Sister Milan Smith. Arrangements are incomplete at this time and will be shared with you as soon as they are made available to us. Mother Cora Montgomery is back in the hospital. Brother Walter Cheatham is back in rehab. We ask that you continue to pray for those recovering at home. Sister Mildred Wyvette Smith, Brother Levi McBride, Brother Sammy Henderson, Brother Al Levy, and also Brother Benny Lowry. And as you travel during your week, remember to pray when you can, visit where you can, and each day, thank God that you can. Amen
1: you. Mm-hmm.
2: Anybody got a hallelujah in your heart this morning anybody got a hallelujah in your soul and in your spirit you don't care what your neighbor is doing but you know you got a hot you got a reason to have a hallelujah you he deserves your hallelujah he did de, he deserves your praise hallelujah
1: hallelujah hallelujah hallelujah
2: it belongs to your lord It belongs to you, Lord Nobody but you I say nobody but you, God Hallelujah, glory to the Lamb My
1: hallelujah
2: Belongs to you, Lord My hallelujah Belongs to you My God, my God Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. Bless your name, God. Bless your name, God. Bless your name, God. Mm. Bless your name, God. Hallelujah. Mm. Somebody want me to go on and preach, but when I think about the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, I got a hallelujah in me,
1: hallelujah, Mm -hmm. my God,
2: my God, yes God, last time I, (laughs) yeah Lord, yeah Lord, hallelujah, oh bless his name, oh bless his name. My God, my God, my God, my God. I feel the presence of the Lord in this place. Thank God for the Lord visiting us here in this moment. I want to thank you also for being here, for being in this sacred space at this appointed hour believing that God has a word for us as we collectively gather. I want to thank you also for your patience and for your willingness to continue to gather in this way. Under these circumstances I know of the inconvenience of the masks That we continue to wear But I want to thank you for Being willing to do so I know it's uncomfortable for some But I thank God for your Your willingness and your obedience And your sacrifice of self For the gathering of the body. Amen? Amen. Amen. The time will come when we may not need these anymore, but for the time being, when we gather, we do ask that you continue to wear your masks. Amen. I want to invite you to the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 29, beginning with verse number 13. Isaiah 29, beginning with verse number 13. There you will find these words recorded. Wherefore the Lord said, For as much as this people draw near me with their mouth, and with their lips do honor me, but have removed their heart far from me. And their fear toward me is taught by the precept of men. Therefore, behold, I will proceed to do a marvelous work among this people. Even a marvelous work and a wonder for the wisdom of their wise men shall perish. And the understanding of their prudent men shall shall be hid. Woe unto them that seek deep to hide their counsel from the Lord and their works are in the dark and they say who seeth us and who knoweth us. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. With your prayers and with God's help I want to continue in our series. The church got something to say. Preach from the subject this morning playing games with God. Playing games with God. On Friday, an historic ruling of the Supreme Court was issued. That overturned rights that had been won 50 years ago in Roe versus Wade. States were given the right to determine on Friday what women could or could not choose relative to having an abortion the battle over abortion is intense and it evokes emotion on both sides. And if we are honest in the practice and the precepts of our Christian faith, we should be big enough, mature enough, and Christian enough to acknowledge that there are valid points on both sides. I said at the beginning of this series that when the church says what the Bible says, we will be too conservative for some liberals and too liberal for some conservatives. Because the church, in its purest form, is not a political tool of the state. The church is the bride of Christ. The church is the house of God. The church is the household of faith. The church is the ecclesia, the called out body of baptized Believers whose perspectives are formed by and through the word of God. And when we are honest in our study of God's word, we must admit there are valid points on both sides. For God is clearly pro-life as the creator of life. He is the giver of life. He is the sustainer of life. He is clearly pro-life. But God is also pro-choice. When he put Adam and Eve in the garden of Eden, instructs them not to eat of the fruit of the forbidden tree, and he leaves them alone and gives them the choice. Wish I had a witness here. When Joshua is leading the children of Israel into moment of renewed commitment to God, he says to them, choose you this day whom you will serve whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood of God or the Amorites in whose land we dwell but as for me and my house we will serve the Lord but he gives the choice. Salvation in Jesus Christ is not mandated upon humanity it is a choice. God does not force us to worship him it is a choice. God does not force us to love him. It is a choice. Because in creating human life, he gives us free moral agency to choose right or choose wrong, to choose good or choose evil. It is a choice. When you begin to make choices for people, start messing in God's business when you strip away that which God gives to every individual the ability to choose you start getting into God's business the church's best position I believe is helping people to make the choice that best honors God and best permits human flourishing don't take the choice away help them make the choice wish y'all would come on and talk to me let the church be the church in mission in ministry and in changing hearts and changing minds that's our work but this This is the game we play with ourselves and the game that we try to play with God. Game of being holy. Game of being righteous. Game of being on the side of goodness based on our politics. And I need to tell somebody today, God is not impressed. For everyone who sees Friday as a win for God and a win for the church I say to you this morning and all across the nation be sure that you are not playing games with God because the Bible is clear that God knows our hearts The Lord knows not just what we say, but he knows the motivations of our hearts. He knows the intents of our agenda. He knows the end point of our itinerary. And the reason he knows is because God sees everything. Proverbs 15 and 3 declares, The eyes of the Lord are in every place beholding the evil and the good. In other words, there is nothing happening right now that God is confused about. Whatever side you are on regarding this issue of role versus Wade, make sure that you are not playing games with God. That's what the scripture is about in Isaiah. Isaiah 29 and 13, Wherefore the Lord saith, For as much as this people draw near me with their mouth and with their lips, do honor me, but have removed their heart far from me. The reality is that too often those who claim the Christian faith do so with their lips, but deny it with their lives. It's what Paul calls out in 2 Timothy 3 and 5, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. Brothers and sisters, in too many instances, too many ways, Christians are playing games with God. Using God's name to advance their own causes. Using God's word to promote their own agenda. Using God's people to push a certain brand of politics. And true believers should turn away from such people. I'm not going to hold you long this morning. But the church got something to say about the overturning, thank you, of Roe versus Wade. But I want to be clear this morning that it's bigger than Roe versus Wade. It's bigger than abortion rights. Because today, even though we find ourselves in a place that we as a nation haven't been for 50 years, given the makeup of the Supreme Court, We may be here for the next 50 years. And given the words of one sitting justice who made it clear that it is his aim to make sure that other civil and human rights that have been worn are reversed, I think we must be clear that this is bigger than abortion. Beyond the question and the issue of pro-life and pro-choice, the church must say something about the inconsistency and the immorality of a state that leads the way to protect the life of a fetus, but also is last in protecting the lives of children and mothers. I'm talking about Mississippi now. When you lead the charge, Mississippi... To strike down Roe versus Wade under the banner of God and the church, but systematically and legislatively make it hard for those children and those families to flourish, you're playing games with God. the church must give a clarion call to the governor, to the speaker of the house and every Christian lawmaker to push a whole life agenda that represents a moral proposition that values life at all of its stages, in all of its shades with all of its complexities all of its realities and all of its anomalies because in Mississippi we're good And honoring God with our lips. But in our legislation, our hearts are far from him. We honor God with our lips, but our practices and our policies are far from him. And as a state, we're playing games with God. And the church, church got something to say about it first thing the church got something to say about is past immoral practices. Now we all know about the fraud of hundreds of millions of TANF funds, TANF temporary assistance for needy families, money that should have gone to needy families to feed children was funneled to friends by friends of former Governor Bryant. I get in trouble, I'm gonna need y'all. But the truth be told, these funds were funneled to friends of the former governor to fund everything from the construction of a volleyball building on USM's campus to so called ministries to virtual reality startups to drug treatment costs. And recouping these funds is highly unlikely. It ain't going to happen. Hundreds of millions of dollars that should have fed hungry children went in the pockets of the former governor's friends. And while some may be sentenced to jail, many of those at the top will get away with this crime against children. But here is what we're forgetting. Around the same time these funds were being funneled away from needy families from 2013 to 2018, child care providers were being denied child care vouchers from the federal child care development fund. Typically, parents and families that receive TANF funds automatically also receive child care vouchers. But for five years... Mississippi did not issue or approve a new single child care voucher for any child. And in 2017, there was a waiting list of up to 21,000 children in this state who needed child care but were denied by the state. As a result of child care vouchers not being issued, the state's workforce participation rate hit a low of 55% because poor working mothers had nowhere to turn for child care and ended up leaving their jobs to care for their babies. Now, Mississippi, I know you're running a victory lap right now, but you can't be for children being born. And when they get here, cheat them out of the child care that they need. That's hypocrisy. That's playing games with God and with God's children. 21,000 children did not receive the child care that they could have for five years because Mississippi was playing games. The Bible is clear. Proverbs 22 and 16 when it says, Whoever oppresses the poor to increase his own wealth or who gives to the rich will only come to poverty. In other words, when you oppress the poor to get rich, when you take away from the needy to fund your own extravagant lifestyle, when you funnel funds away from the oppressed and issue it to the powerful, you are playing games with God. And God says you will come to poverty. No wonder Mississippi continues to be the last in everything. If you're for children, then be for children. If you want children to be born, then take care of them when they're here and quit playing games with God and his children. But it doesn't stop there. Because if you are for children, you have to be for the mothers of the children. And Mississippi, y'all ain't gonna like me this morning. Mississippi is playing games with God and with the mothers of God's children. And the church has got to say something about, secondly, the present immoral policies. Two examples I want to lift up you that's happening right now in Mississippi that is immoral to children and to families. This legislative cycle, 2022, there were two bills that made the news. One was signed into law. The other was killed in committee. Let me tell you first about the one that was killed in committee. Senate Bill 2033, which the Speaker of the House, Philip Gunn, allowed to die by not bringing it up for a vote. The bill allowed for extending Medicaid for postpartum coverage postpartum coverage this is for mothers who have given birth to the babies that you want to make sure y'all ain't talking to me in here you want to make sure that the baby is born but you don't want to take care of the mama y'all ain't talking to me in here This bill, understand, Medicaid postpartum coverage already exists. This bill was intended to simply extend it so that rather than the mother only having 60 days after giving birth, she would have up to a year to get the health care that she needed. Oh, yeah. Under this bill, mothers on Medicaid would have had a full year of postpartum coverage so that mothers who need care after the birth of the child, mothers who are suffering from postpartum depression, could get care that they need in order to be healthy mothers for their child. But Mississippi said no to mothers. If you get sick, after the birth of your child, you better do it within two months. 60 days is all you got. Because in Mississippi, we want children to be born, but we will let their mothers suffer. We support the birth of the child, but we deny the health of the mother. We protect unborn children, but we expose the mother without care. You cannot love the child, and through legislation, hate its mother. That's what the second bill does, the one that passed. In fact, in fact stay with me, starting in just a few days, July 1st, This law goes into effect. House Bill 770, also known as the Mississippi Equal Pay and Equal Work Act. It sounds so good. Equal pay for equal work. Who wouldn't support something that sounds so good? I'll tell you who wouldn't support it. Those who wrote it. Because when you read it It specifically makes a provision For establishing salaries Here's what it says This is an actual quote From the law Listen No employer Shall pay an employee a wage At a rate less than A rate at which an employee Of the opposite sex In the same establishment Is paid for equal work on the job Good Except Here it comes. Except where payment is made pursuant to differential based on a seniority system, a merit system, a system which measures earnings by quantity or quality of production, any other factor other than sex, any other factor other than sex shall include the following. Here it is, the salary history of continuity of employment history demonstrated by the employee. In other words, if my salary is based upon what historically I've been paid, y'all, are, are y'all with me in here? What what they've done is giving it a good name, equal pay for equal work, but still made a provision for women to still get paid, black women get paid 56 cents to the dollar for every white man's dollar. And this new law that goes into effect July 1 allows it to continue. Your lips are close to me. But your heart is far from me. This act will encourage pay disparities to continue to trail Mississippi women from job to job and undercut their ability to build economic security for their families. And this is not pleasing to God. You know, when we think about the fall of a nation, the church loves to point to Sodom and Gomorrah as an example of God's wrath upon a nation because of sexual immorality. But listen to Ezekiel in Ezekiel 16 and 49. It says, behold, this was the iniquity of thy sister Sodom. Pride, fullness of bread, abundance of idleness was in her and in her daughters. Neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor and needy. Nowhere in that list does Ezekiel bring up homosexuality. Nowhere in that list does he bring up sexual immorality. He says the problem God had with Sodom is that they got too prideful. And they didn't strengthen the hand of the poor and the needy. God was more upset with how Sodom treated the poor and the needy than with sexual immorality and Mississippi is guilty of weakening the hand of the working poor in this state we have a form of godliness but in our legislation we deny the power thereof and God has something to say to this state and to all others who play games with God and with God's children my brothers and sisters, I'm through. But let me show you and, and just read to you some of what God says. Because you think I'm just a blue dog Democrat. All you do is watch MSNBC, CNN, all you do, Reverend. Well, that ain't all I do. I read the Bible. And here's some things that Mississippi and the nation need to consider. Isaiah 10, One through three. Woe to those who decree iniquitous decrees and the writers who keep writing oppression to turn aside the needy from justice and to rob the poor of my people of their right that widows may be their spoil that they may make the fatherless their prey. What will you do on the day of punishment? And the ruin that will come from afar. To whom will you flee for help? And where will you leave your wealth? Zechariah 7 and 10. Do not oppress the widow, the fatherless, the sojourner, or the poor. And let none of you devise evil against another in your heart. Proverbs 22, 22 through 23. Do not rob the poor because he is poor. Or crush the afflicted at the gate, for the Lord will plead their cause and rob of life those who rob them. Proverbs 14 and 31, whoever oppresses the poor man insults his maker, but he who is generous to the needy honors him. Proverbs 29 and 7, a righteous man knows the rights of the poor. A wicked man does not understand such knowledge. Proverbs 14 and 21, whoever despises his neighbor is a sinner, but blessed is he who is generous to the poor. Deuteronomy 15 and 11, for there will never cease to be poor in the land. Therefore I command you, you shall open your wide your hand to your brother, to the needy, and to the poor in your land. Proverbs 21 and 13, whoever closes his ear to the cry of the poor will himself call out and not be answered. James 1 and 27, religion that is is pure and undefiled before God, the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. 1 John 3 and 17, but if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Finally, Psalm 12 and 5, because the poor are plundered, the needy groan I will now arise says the Lord I will place him in the safety for which he belongs for which he longs there are well over 300 passages of scripture in the Bible that remind us that God loves and has a heart for the needy for the poor for those who are oppressed our job as the church is to make sure that they don't get lost in this fight I want to end with this proverb 14 and 34 righteousness exalteth a nation but sin is a reproach to any people We cannot play games with God and act righteous when our laws and our practices and our policies say something else about who we are and what we value. And not only must we do this as a nation, but we got to do this as individuals. Personally. You can't say one thing and do another and think that God is pleased. No, you playing games with God. You can't say I love the Lord and hate your brother. you playing games with God. You, you, you can't say, oh, how I love Jesus and can't sit next to your sister. you playing games with God. I'm glad that God doesn't play games with us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. God doesn't play games with us. Let us not play games with God. May the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you, be gracious unto you,
1: give you his face. I will trust in the Lord. Mm-hmm. I will trust in the Lord.
5: Oh, that's it, that's it. The Lord to Till I
1: die, oh, night, I will trust in the Lord. Yeah. I
2: will trust. Trust you, Lord. In the Lord. My God, my God.
1: Oh, I will, will, will trust.
2: Yes, sir. give up, we won't give in, we won't give out, because God is on our side. But if you don't know the Lord as your Lord and Savior, you need to have this God, this God who walks with us and talks with us, this God who fills us with his power, with his might, this God who covers us with his grace and his mercy. If you don't know him as your Lord and Savior, I want to invite you this morning to get to know this God through his son, Jesus Christ. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. You don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I want to invite you right now in this moment, open your heart and open your mouth and pray this prayer with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I invite you into my heart. Save me right now. I believe Jesus is the Son of God. I believe he died on a cross for my sin. And I believe Jesus rose again from the dead. And today by faith, I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Now if you prayed that prayer for the first time I want to welcome you to the family of faith Welcome to salvation It is a gift that God gives And once it's been given Here's the good news and here's the shout Once it's been given to you It's a gift that won't get, get taken back it's, 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 not, it's not like rights That that a judge can give you one day And then take the next No, when God gives you this It's yours forever And forever that's something to shout about. It ain't nobody going to take it back. And in fact, Jesus says, nothing can pluck you out of my father's hand. That, that's something to shout about, y'all. Thanks be to God that times may change and laws may change, but the love of God is today and forevermore so if you prayed that prayer welcome to elevation. we want you to come now and give yourselves to also to this new members orientation if you want to join the church uh, if you want to be, become a part of this church if you don't have a church home or if you just gave your life to Christ I want you to join Sister Linda Butler right here right now so that she can bring you into new members orientation bring you into the fellowship of faith get some information to you and from you that you might live out your new life in Jesus Christ is there anyone here ready to do that right now won't you come right now won't you come right now? Come right now. If you need a church home, you come right now. You come right now. If you want to join by watch care, you come right now. Wherever you are, whoever you are, trust right now that the Spirit of God is speaking to you and leading you and directing you into this place to be your spiritual home. Won't you come? Won't you come? Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb. Is there one? 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 Are there two? Are there two? Are there three? Amen. 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 Wherever you are, whoever you are, come now. Come now. Glory. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. Amen. Listen, if you need prayer, these ministers are here. They're ready to pray with you, for you, joining hands and standing in the gap for you. Sometimes you just need somebody to to stand with you. You need to know that somebody believes God with you and for you and is lifting you up. If you need a prayer for for whatever the situation, whatever it is, someone is sick right now and you need prayer. Someone is going into the hospital and you need prayer. Someone needs restoration in their home, in their relationship, you need prayer. You're praying for your child, you're praying for a family member, you're praying for a spouse, wherever you are, whatever it is. Somebody's praying for a job situation. Whatever it is, you come right now. Come right now. Come right now. Come on. Come on. God bless you. Come right now. God bless you. Come right now. They're here. They're here. Ready to pray for you. Ready to pray with you. God bless you. Come right now. Ready to join the church over here. Ready to pray over here. God bless you. Come right now. Hallelujah. Somebody else needs prayer. They're not the only ones who need prayer. Somebody else needs prayer. Somebody else wants prayer. God bless you. Come right now. In the the balcony. Somebody else. God bless you. Come right now. You believe in prayer. You believe that God is going to hear and answer and move right now. We do too. And we will pray for you to that end. Hallelujah. Oh, bless his name. Somebody came here burdened this morning. You need, to, you need to leave lifted. You need to leave lifted. Hallelujah. Come on and pray with us right now. Come on and pray with us right now. Glory to his name. Glory to his name. I will trust in the Lord until I die. But not only will I trust in him, in these perilous times and in these tricky ways, We've been called to do something else, and that is love one another. That's why I'm glad the other verse of that song says, I will treat everybody right. Folk who I agree with, folk who I disagree with, I'm going to treat everybody right. Folk who vote like me, folk who don't vote like me, I'm going to treat everybody right till I die. Amen. 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 God bless you keep you is our prayer. We prepare ourselves now and ask that you prepare yourselves as we celebrate one of the two ordinances of the church. That being Holy Communion. There should be cups in the back of your pews. and The cup holders in the back of your pews. If you're in need of communion cups let us know and we will get some to you hopefully there are enough in the pews that have already been distributed if there are not and you need some if you will elevate your hands we will get some to you are there any hands going up any hands some in the balcony yes there are a few in the balcony that need some cups God bless you there are a few in the balcony that need some cups amen God bless you God bless you thank you ushers Thank you so much, ushers. My God. For those of you who are watching online, we ask that you go ahead and prepare elements that you might participate in Holy Communion with us. Bread, symbolizing the body of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Wine, symbolizing the blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. There's a hand in the overflow, two hands in the overflow. God bless you. Thank you, ushers. Any others need to be served. Thank you for this moment of this meal of remembrance. We pray O oh God that as we partake of these elements, that you would cleanse us and sanctify us by the presence and power of your Holy Spirit. shine your light from heaven upon our souls. and if you find anything that should not be, take it out remove it discard it from our lives now and forever because Lord we don't want to play games with you we don't want our lips to be close to you and our hearts far away so do what is necessary that we might live authentically in our relationship with thee, O God. In Jesus' name, amen. And he took bread, break it, and blessed it, and said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. same manner he took the cup and blessed it saying this is the blood of the new testament which is shed for the remission of sin as often as we do this we do show forth his death and suffering until he comes again let us drink together the church said amen when they finished, they sung a hymn and went out into the mount of olives oh.
1: Uh
2: communion of his holy spirit rest rule and abide with each of you now henceforth and forevermore in the name of the father and of the son of the holy spirit amen amen god bless you go in peace